everybody. Welcome to episode 211 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for people who play the game Magic the Gathering. Whether you're sitting at home jamming some arena, you're playing over at your friend's place, or you're heading out to an FNM or a GP, we're here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria, and I'm home jamming arena as I record this. <laughs> My name is Megan, and I'm at home jamming arena the rest of the time. Yeah, like I'm tra- I'm transmitting my bodily functions and this is a a robot I've I've put in the office. Oh. Well, creepy. <laughs> the future dreams of the future. <laughs> <laughs> on today's show, uh, I just got back from Grand Prix Oakland, so we're going to talk about modern on the show today. Are you at your house? Yes. And you're transmitting this voice? Yes. It syncs up very well. I know. It's almost instantaneous. And yeah. all of these motions and everything, too, I'm transmitting, um, wow. which is more complicated. But Why would you not just be here <laughs> at that point? <laughs> because I'm jamming arena. But you're using your hands so much. I don't see you using a mouse right now. <laughs> Well, I'm hiding the mouse activity, but oh. transmitting other activity. So your robot has a hide mouse activity Yeah, function? hide mouse function. Oh. People could use this at the office. They really Think could. Think of all the implications. Um, it'll be going wide for public release uh, in 2020. I've got to work out a few bugs. Spooky. You I'm know, spooked. I scoop. Oh, see? I wasn't going to say that, but <laughs> I said it in arena. That's how it works. Spooky. <laughs> So yeah, Grand Prix Oakland happened. Uh, We'll give you the rundown about that later in the show. Uh, Some modern action. Um, Grant, we've got uh, news, the news that you can use, as we always do. The news for yous. For yous and the who's. That's right. From Uh, Whoville. Plus, we're in the thick of uh, Ravnica Allegiance previews right now. So we're going to talk about some of the sick cards. And, by the way, we have our own preview card to show you all. We sure do. I'm so excited. And then we're going to go back to modern and be like, what is happening there? (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. And uh, a lot of these cards, you know, I look at them and I think, hmm, modern implications. Well, not a lot of them, but a couple of them. Wow. From the previews. You know what I mean? Well, there you go. But before we get into our show, we're going to thank you, everybody who supports us on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. It's January. It's time to turn over a new leaf, even though there's no leaves outside to turn over. That's right. But if you're somewhere that still has leaves, either on the ground or on trees, just go find one, flip it over. Flip it. Be like, well, there, things are I, different I, I now. <laughs> I sure did it. And if you don't have any leaves, you could turn over a new snowball. And uh, support us on Patreon this year if you haven't become a member yet. It means a whole lot to us and it really helps keep the show going, keeps our lives going, literally, and shows that you want more from us in 2019. Yes. Thank you as well to our sponsors, Card Kingdom. Card Kingdom, they sent us socks with our faces on them yeah, for they Christmas. Did. Look at these. What more could you ask for from a sponsor? <laughs> Look at these. They're great. They're our faces with tacos. They're literally, it's our faces. And tacos on a pair of socks. What? I don't know what else you want in life. I literally can't believe this. This is the greatest present. Car Kingdom is awesome. the nicest thing. So, you know, go. you can't purchase socks with our faces on them from them, but you can get lots of great magic stuff from them. Absolutely. Um, and so... We, we say you should go on over there. Yeah. Yeah. Go on over there, cardkino.com, and use our affiliate link. So use cardkino.com slash GLHF. Whenever you want to buy something from them, say you want a GLHF sticker in your order, and they'll put That's one right. in. And you'll put, you'll put one 
You'll they'll put, put one. They'll put one. They'll put one. Put, they'll put 10 Bs. They will put 10 Bs. That is Throwback. a joke from a million episodes that's ago. Like, that's like six years ago, almost. <laughs> that's really weird to think about. The card Derek Holler of Bs. Eric Holler of Bs. Eric Holler of Bs. Yeah. We oh. made a planeswalker. His ultimate was put 10 Bs. It's a great ultimate. I, I don't ultimate. think Wizards has surpassed that ultimate yet. No, not yet. That we've created. But, you know, there's still time. time for some magical news mm-hmm. first news item while well, megan eats a bagel is grand prix oakland happened last weekend it sure did i was in the booth with reed the duke duke and we were talking about modern because that's what was happening so uh the big story coming out of the weekend um if you want to know like which decks kind of surpassed the rest can be told by taking a look at the top eight well i already know is it phoenix one yes um quote unquote Yes, there was a news alert. There was a concession in the finals, which was very shocking yes. to all of us. But uh, the reason for it was Ely Cassis, which was one of our finalists, locked Platinum up with a win of this tournament. And yeah. the opponent, Hunter Cochran, needed to make a flight home for a very important meeting. And so I guess, wow. you know, they had just agreed on what a prize. It was a very split. important meeting at a, on Sunday night. I don't know. Maybe he needed to sleep in time for Monday morning. Um, important meeting. Maybe so. I don't know. Either way, he's been doing well enough for himself, too. Yeah, he has. He's been doing really well at tournaments lately, and um, they probably agreed on some kind of split anyway, so they just decided to concede, which wow. is a big bummer for watching anybody it. watching it, yeah, but well, uh, understandable for the you players. Know what? Uh, okay, so he's on Is It Phoenix. Yes. I see that. Yeah. I'm going to guess that there were two other copies of Is It Phoenix in the top eight. Okay, this is the question. Um... But no, there were not. There, he was the only one. He was the only one. Okay. But it was a popular deck and a super fun deck to watch on camera, too. Yeah. I really like Is It Phoenix. Um, <laughs> the other, <laughs> there's four copies of one deck in the top eight. What do you think it was? Was it Ironworks yes, combo? It was. <laughs> <laughs> Kart Clan Ironworks made up four copies in our top wow. eight. With none other than Matt Nass. Well, Matt Nass, of course, Obviously. is one of the four. I don't know why I didn't this know This guy that. is unstoppable. He's won two Grand Prix with the deck and got, got pretty close to winning a third. He has, by the way, after this weekend, something like... Has he like, only won two? Yeah. <laughs> only. Okay, keep going. <laughs> and he, his win percentage with this deck, uh-huh. what do you think it is? Not counting buys, this is matches played in Grand Prix. 70%. After this past weekend, 85%. Oh, my God. Isn't that insane? That is. Like, that's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. We were trying to think of somebody else who has a deck that is as, you know, successful and is as successful with that deck as Matt Nass, and we could not think of anybody who we think has that percentage. With any deck at all? Any deck ever. That's... There Wild. were some contenders, but uh, that was the that was the final consensus from coverage. I wow. think. Wow. Yeah. Then we have Hardened Scales Affinity. Hardened Scales Affinity in the top eight, which is kind of neat. That deck's kind of wild. Yeah, Sam Black on KCI. Yep, that makes okay. sense. Uh, white blue control. Yeah, well, oh, there you nice. go, Megan. Uh, Titan shift. There you go. Sick. I like it. Case. There's Hunter. <laughs> Hunter Cochran. KCI. KCI. Stephen Hacker. KCI. KCI. Yep. Well, okay. <laughs> but I've got... Do you know what? So what? far... I'm correct in my bet. Yes. Although I will point out 
that your bet only included this year, and there has, in fact, at the end of last year, been a modern GP since you made that prediction that did not have KCI. I meant 2019. 2019. I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, that was a close call. I'm glad we got it out of the way in 2018 because I, here we are. If you don't know, my, my prediction was that there would be KCI in every single top eight of uh, modern GPs in 2019 and that it would win two of those events, which, you know, if they had played it out, maybe it would have done. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, true. I would already have one under my hat. Yeah. But there's, a, uh, of this course... This does not count as a win. No, it okay. doesn't. I'm not going to count it. But, um, you know, I'm getting a little nervous because KCI did uh, maybe what we would quote too well in this tournament and I'm a little worried that it's going to get banned and my, my prediction will go out the window. Megan doesn't seem to think that's going to happen. <laughs> She's still eating her bagel, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll, I'll still talk about mm-hmm. it. If you want my personal feelings on this, I don't like bans, okay? They're, they're really bad. I, it's much preferable to have a format kind of self-correct and have people pack appropriate sideboard hate for our deck. However, I do think KCI is resilient enough and sideboard's only able to carry like four at max of a card to be able to deal with something and then draw it in that game is actually kind of hard. Maybe maybe we'll have more than four that's, you know, flexible and you can bring in against other decks or something like natural state. But um, I do, I am somebody in the world who is in favor of an ancient stirrings ban. Do you know what? I'm just saying it just makes me mad because when you have something like there were times that humans had multiple copies in the top eight. Yes. There were times that Death Shadow Aggro had multiple copies in the top eight. Yes. Topping out at stuff like four. Yes. And no one ever talks about banning cards from those decks. No. At least not with the kind of discussion that they do about a combo deck. And I just think it's, a I, for me, some people are like, oh, it's because combo is unfun to play against. But it's like, if that's a person's way that they enjoy playing magic, just because you don't like playing against it doesn't mean that you get to call for a ban on that deck. If you think that a deck is oppressive when it's four copies in the top eight, then I think that you have to think that across the board. Like, if humans has four copies in the top eight, you need to be a person who's like, okay, four copies is oppressive. Ban something from humans. I think that this is more than that, though. For me, personally. This isn't like, oh, I'm bored with it or whatever. But just because I think that an Ancient Strings ban would make Modern better. I Yeah, but I also think that, like, in in my opinion, a ban of Ether Vial would make Modern better. <laughs> right? Because you're Probably. coming at it from, like, what what do you enjoy playing against? Yeah, I hate playing against humans. I hated playing against Death Shadow Aggro. But don't you think there's enough tools for those decks versus something like KCI? Like, I'm just saying that, like, back when those decks were at their peak is what I'm saying, right? Is is those had so many copies in the top eight. Yeah. And those felt like oppressive decks. It felt like you would go to tournaments and you would play Death Shadow Aggro all the time. But the format eventually corrected itself and people weren't like, oh, my God, you need to ban Death Shadow. I mean, some no. people were, but not to the not to the fur, yeah. the, the fever pitch that people say it about stuff like KCI. No, so it just makes me mad that people hate on combo decks because it's like, do you know what? That's some people's flavor of magic, and I don't know that it's necessarily fair to call for a ban and say that that deck's oppressive when it's doing well in the format. If you don't also look at stuff at, like humans at its peak and say humans was oppressive when it was at its peak in the format. Can I make one more argument that sure. I think people would make, which is <clears throat> that I think KCI has the ability to win on turn three of the game. And I think that is a little too consistent and a little too good at doing that. People have said that modern should be a turn three format though. Yeah, they, they have. Like I'd, humans I would essentially win on turn three. Yeah, I guess it can. I guess it can. I don't know. Yeah, this is this has been a discussion on social media. A lot of the pros don't 
don't believe that KCI should be banned. A lot of other people think that it should be or whatever. Ancient stirring's taken out of the format, which I think is the real crux of the issue here um, that people are calling for because banning a deck outright, I think, feels terrible. And that's a real feel bad moment for players who have invested time and energy. Yeah, in this if you ban ancient stirring, so you also get rid of Tron. Well, this was a this was a discussion too that we brought up. I was talking to Brian David Marshall, pro tour historian, about this this weekend, and um, you know this is something that comes up and people talk about the ancient string bands all the time. And he said, "Here's the thing." He was in favor of it, and he said, "I." People are like, oh, it'll kill Tron. Well, here's the thing. I was around because I'm an ancient crab when Tron. <laughs> just kidding. He didn't say that. Uh, when Tron didn't have access to Sylvan Scrying, when it didn't have access to Ancient Strings, and when it didn't have access to Expedition Map, and a lot of people still played it. And um, I'm like, yeah, I guess I guess that is true. Maybe, it's, maybe it'll just be fine, but a little less powerful. The same way that Infect kind of happened, but people still play it today. I think if a ban comes down, my guess is that it's going to be KCI and not Ancient Stirrings. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It definitely could be. You know, in the end, though, I don't think they're going to do anything, honestly. I think they're just going to leave it. I mean, I would like to, I would like to see because KCI... It feels cyclical also, like it had its peak kind of in the middle of last year, and then it t did taper off from modern events in the later half of last year. And like, yeah, this is a resurgence, but like also at Vegas last year, it looked like Tron had a resurgence. It had something like four copies in the yeah. top eight, but then you don't see any Tron at all right now. No. So part of me also just feels like this is kind of the way that modern goes. I would kind of like to see an unbanning instead to try and shake it up. Ooh, what again. do you want to see unban? Ooh, um... Hmm. Stoneforge Mystic? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? All right, we are the new arbiters of what happens in modern. Yeah. And Stoneforge Mystic is coming back. What about, uh, what am I thinking of? The one I was thinking of was um, There's Splinter Twin. Splinter Twin, yes, that's what I was thinking of. Splinter yeah. Twin. There are still people who are mad that it was banned in the first place. Free Twin. We saw that a lot in chat this weekend. <laughs> Anyway, See? we went very See? deep on this. But yeah, we did. We could have talked about this in our section about modern. <laughs> yes, but, we, uh, but there's I'm other things to talk about. about it. There's other right, things to talk about. Right, because people say the same thing when they get so mad about playing against control decks, and they're like, it takes so long to win. Guess what? That's the way some people like to play Magic. Just like some people like to play Goblin Chain Whirler. <laughs> I will hate on them all day, but at the same time, I'm not going to be like... No. Goblin Chain Roller should be banned. I mean, right. I, I I detest playing against control decks, but you know what? I don't like say you can't play that. Like that's exactly. completely fair. Play play it your way, like our blue white control player in the top eight, you know? Yeah. And actually I do think well oh, gosh, I'm going too deep on this, but I do think blue white control was a fabulous choice for yeah. Alex Olson Olsen at the tournament this weekend, particularly with how much KCI there is um running around because that deck can beat KCI. Well there you go. Anyway, <laughs> that was only one anyway, of our three news items. Wow, it was. <laughs> but I have a, I'm going to tease a cool deck that I want to talk about in the modern section coming up that we saw. That was really okay. fun. Um, okay, news item number two. Oh, we have our GP schedule for 2019. We do? That was released. Get to party town. And, um, by the way... <laughs> There's sponsors for GPs now, and the first one that happened was GP Oakland, Channel Fireball. It was sponsored by Adult Swim's show Tigtone, and there was... I don't know what it is, okay? I have no idea what, what Tigtone is, um, but apparently it's a new show on Adult Swim, and... Um, there was Tigtone playmats that you got for playing in the event, plus like a normal Ralzeric playmat, and there was like Tigtone banners and stuff up, and... 
It was just to the point where it's almost laughable because Tigtone sounds like such a dumb. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> weird name. And I'm sure for the show it makes sense or whatever because it's Adult Swim. But uh, the play. <laughs> The playmats were in such heavy supply that one person even made a cape out of Tigtone playmats and a staff and like armor and was walking around wearing them. It was just kind of funny. That being said, I do think it is, you know, I think it's good that we're getting corporate sponsors for stuff in Magic. You know, maybe um, uh, in the future getting ones that, I don't know, that seem like it makes more sense, like Red Bull or I, I don't know what. But anyway, mm. it was funny um, to be of there for the first one. Of course, you would say Red Bull. I would say Red Bull. I need that energy to hit that space bar in Rena. You know what I mean? <laughs> Boom. Get a, Gotta get a new keyboard. Do you know any of the, of the upcoming sponsors? No. That's okay. the only one that was announced. But... <laughs> For whatever reason, okay. it was quite funny, and I hope <laughs> it would be also funny to have like little Debbie sponsor a magic tournament. I'd also be on board for that. Yeah, I would be too. Okay, so do you, have you found it? I also have it here on my phone. Uh, the schedule? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so coming up, the next um, Magic Fest. Sorry, I call it a Grand Prix. The terminology here, Mag- Magic Fest is the larger event, and the Grand Prix is the main event within the Magic Fest. Yes, we've had the first three months out for a while. Yes. So coming up next, we've got Sao Paulo Modern, um, April 20th, uh, Niagara Falls, U.S. side, Legacy. Ooh. With um, Niagara Falls, U.S. US side, side. (laughs) Legacy. April 20th, Yokohama is Modern. April 27th in London is Limited, which will be um, around the Mythic Championship there. May 11th in Madison, Limited. All right, let's go. I want to play. Oh, so the Magic Fest is at the same time as the Mythic Championship. Yes. So that'll be the one weird combo one the first time they do that. Very cool. Within the new system. Well, then. Um, oh, my gosh. How do I say this? Kita Kiyushu is limited on May 18th. May 25th is Providence Team Limited. Got to get the Gnarled Pack back together for that. Mm-hmm. June 1st, Kansas City is standard. June 8th in Taipei is standard. June 15th in D.C. is limited. June 15th in Copenhagen is limited. Uh, June 22nd in Seattle is limited. And June 29th in Dallas is modern. So I guess it's in the whole year, but do we have the rest of the year? Yeah. Oh, the whole... Not the formats, but... The whole thing. Okay, so we know all where. All of them. All of the places. All of the places you can go to and play in a Magic Fest. These are... By the way, have different amounts of prize money up for grabs. You mean each one is different? Yeah. What? Yeah. Some of them have, like, um, in Sao Paulo for Modern is 35000 So that is the lowest, uh, along with um, Kansas City and Taipei. And then there's $80,000 for London for Limited, which might be because that's at the same time as a Mythic Championship. Weird. I don't understand the system that they've used here to decide these things. But Me neither. It's kind of weird. Um, this past weekend, it was a difference in prize payout. First place got $7,000 mm-hmm. at this tournament where it's normally ten, but they paid out lower. They paid out down to 110th place. Okay. So that was a change. Well, there you, you know, go. life is getting strange. <laughs> getting? Life is strange. Life continues to be strange. Yes. Anyway, but yeah, I hope we get to go out and play some of these. Same. Yeah, that would be really fun. But anyway, yeah, there you go. Plan your life. GP's coming up. Uh, Magic Fest. Excuse me. Magic Fest. Gosh, dang it. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Third piece of news, which had a lot of people talking on social media the other day, is Lifetime Ban was handed down to Alex Bertoncini and a handful of other people. New DCI ban list came out. And uh, this person is a known cheater in the community. Yes. He was recently, last year, he came off of his most recent four-year ban. Yeah. And people were like, why don't you just ban him for life? Yeah. No one wants to play against him. No. Because you feel like you have to watch him like a freaking hawk and that is not fair only if you know right there's so many people who show up at things like magic fests and they're not gonna know alex bertoncini is something you have to watch like a hawk and so there's some speculation about whether he was caught or if it was like a deeper investigation again but someone said that he apparently what did you say got 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 a hardened scales off of an ancient stirrings yes which cannot happen no that's not a thing you can do and that is like that is not allowed that is not (laughs) also just such an yes exactly if you have been playing magic for 12 Uh, years which is at least how long he's been playing it because he's had there were two (laughs) eight-year bands in there somewhere uh so i guess maybe he hasn't been playing quote-unquote playing magic that long because a lot of it he's been unallowed i don't know about you but hardened scales is a card that looks pretty green to me yes not colorless which is what you may get off of an ancient stirring yeah so however it happened, he has now uh, had a lifetime ban. Yes. And I've got to say, I approve. I think that it's a huge undue burden on his opponent um, yep. at any tournament. And I do believe in second chances. But with him at this point, it was like a fourth chance. It was like a fourth chance. He ruined his second and third. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now his fourth. <laughs> four, four strikes you're out. He would argue the number of chances, but uh, yeah. I wouldn't. No. Well, there you go. So there you go. <laughs> everybody it's time for a good luck high five preview card from ravnica allegiance you know maria sometimes i look across the table and i'm like gosh i wish my opponent's creatures were just smaller if they can't just not be there <laughs> i guess making them smaller will do you know megan sometimes i'm playing a match and i look down at my own creatures and i wish these creatures were bigger you know That's so like you it really is it really is well Guess what? What? You can have both. What? You can have both. I can live in a world where I can make my own creatures bigger and yours smaller at the same time. That's right. I can live in a world where I'm making my creatures bigger if I'm bothering to have any. (laughs) And your creatures smaller. No way. Yes. Way. And what about other abilities? Well, listen here. What if I told you that you could exile creatures from graveyards and make little ghosts? Ooh, that sounds like something I'd we be call interested them in. Spirits and magic, but look, ghosts. Little, little ghosts. Little ghosts. I would be into that for sure. Then let me tell you about a card. Because I'm going to make bigger ghosts, thanks to my plus ability on That's this card. That's true. Ooh. And if my opponent tries to make little ghosts, they well, will they're... simply go ghosts away. They'll be out of luck. How much would you pay for such a card? You know, about six mana. Okay. Okay. And which guild do you think this goes in? Ooh. Well, the little ghosts made me think that it's Orzov. I'm going to give you a clue. It rhymes with Borzov. Is it Orzov? You nailed it. So Ethereal uh, Absolution. Yeah, that's the name of the card. the name of today's card. It costs four white black. It is an enchantment 
Maria, Ooh. what does it say? All right. Well, it's a rare. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one. Nice. I love it. Creatures your opponents control get minus one, minus one. Goodbye, little ghosts. And you can pay two white black, and it says exile target card from an opponent's graveyard. If it was a creature card, you create a one, one white and black spirit creature token with flying. Nice. And uh, this is a great flavor little text ghosts. as well from K- uh, Kaya to Tesa, by the way. Time to let the dead be dead. Which Ooh. is her thing. Yeah. She's a ghost assassin. And do you know what? That seems a little counterintuitive for the Orzov, who are a lot of ghosts. I mean, if like, you've already mastered assassinating people who are alive, why not move on to the next big challenge? Yes. Dead people. This card seems super sweet. Yeah. This is a nice rare. I love it. Uh, for limited, obviously, it's super, super fun. You get yes. to make ghosts as the game goes late. Sorry, spirits. <laughs> Ghosts. <laughs> if the game's if the game goes later, you get to just yes. get value, incidental value by exiling the creatures and making nice. spirits and making them two two flyers, which is awesome. Which is great. Yeah. Especially if you're facing up against another Orzov player. It's like, oh, oh this my excellent. ghosts are big and your ghosts don't exist. Yeah. Your ghosts have been assassinated. And it's a lot of mana, but this is a yeah. super powerful effect that I think is worth it in limited. Yes, it's an anthem it's like an anthem and reverse anthem effect. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, you get to use this ability later on in the game, which is really nice. It's a good late game card. And at least what I remember from the last Ravnica block is that the Orzov like that late game. Absolutely. You would if you're a ghost. Yeah. You got the late game locked up as a ghost. And you're already going to have spirits running around just incidentally already in your deck if you're building it right. So Mm -hmm. your spirits are going to be two, two flyers and that's going to be very hard for your opponent to deal with for sure. Let's just talk quickly about standard and constructed uh, applications. Too expensive for standard? I think it's probably too expensive for standard. Yeah, I agree. That being said, maybe there's a nice brawl deck out there for this that's Ooh, got yes. some of these nice, Absolutely. right? We've got a whole swath of black white cards coming in. Um, if like, or I'm thinking arena singleton format. Oh, yeah, we are huge fans of arena <sighs> I singleton. I love singleton. And we said, and I can see myself building like a really sick black white afterlife deck oh absolutely that has this at the top end that'd be so fun yeah so i think commander players will like this card uh, it does seem very commander when i look at it yes so that's um, i mean it's all creatures all of your opponents control yeah that's pretty good yeah <laughs> just like shrink everything down everything. on the table <laughs> yeah so there you go ethereal absolution your preview card for ravnica allegiance i think it's pretty sweet Let's talk about more Ravnica Allegiance cards. That's right. Specifically, I want to talk about the cult guild mage of Rakdos. Yeah. Who has a tiny <laughs> Jace puppet. This art is excellent. It's like a it's like a jester hat wearing carnival gent with a little it. Jace puppet so below. So cute. Uh, and some little marionette wires. I love it so much. Oh. Oh, cult guild mage, you're great. Yes. And this is of the guild mage cycle. So, of course, we had one, of, one for each of the guilds uh, in the last set and we'll have one coming up so this cult guild mage maria you're ragdose why don't you tell us what i would love to well of course it's a two two for a red black mana its abilities are three and a black tap target player discards a card activate this ability at sorcery speed uh red tap cult guild mage deals one damage to target opponent or planeswalker wow that's a nice one i love it that ping that bottom ability for a single red is great yeah it makes combat terrible for your opponent and you can just kill them slowly out of nowhere. Yeah. For a mana. One mana. That's a deal. Let me tell you about something that I like. Oh, let's hear. Senate Guild Mage. Ooh, it's your White Guild Mage. White blue. Uh, for a 2-2 two, two human wizard. White tap. You gain two life. Oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> blue tap, draw a card, and then discard what? a card. What? You're looting? Nice. All right. I like it. This seems right up your alley. Oh, yeah. It sure is. Do you know what was also a surprise? What? For all of us. We talked about this on stream last week, but we haven't talked about it on the show yet. Oh, okay. Dovin Bond is in charge of the Azorius, yes. which means that they are bolus aligned. That's so weird. Why? Bo- why bolus? Why Azorius? Maybe it's just Dovin, though. Maybe he's making Azorius do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because Dovin is a bad dude yeah just like from the inside out yes the flavor text on azorius locket is especially creepy Ooh, we have to find it now. yeah go find azorius locket um which by the way all the locket you art go find azorius. <laughs> <laughs> is really cool in this set the uh the gruel locket is just like an animal's skull like opened up it was pretty cool um, but yeah, I think Dovin Bond is like, uh, it's kind of a situation like Ministry of Magic Corruption situation. Yeah. You know, where he's... He's the umbrage. Yeah, he's the umbrage and he is p- controlling everybody or whatever. Oh my goodness. Mandatory lockets enable the tracking of all Senate personnel for improved security and efficiency. Yeah. yeah. Dovin. That's a bad dude. That's Never bad. let anyone tell you that you should just allow them to track you. Great advice. (laughs) (laughs) My advice for today. Just don't don't do it. Don't do it. It'll probably come up at some point in your life. Yeah. And and when it does, just be like, don't. No. No. no, I won't. Anyway. Yeah. So Azorius, um, I'm interested Uh to see what happens if like they fight back from the inside against Dovin or if they just like go along with it. Or if they just go along with it because they're like, he's in charge and we follow the people who are in charge. Because we're Azorius. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Like we said, it's been a little while. Uh, we haven't talked about Hydroid Crassus either. Oh, it's so great. It is a jellyfish hydro beast. I mean, what more do you just, want? Which is just the best. The creature types in this set are amazing. It's just the best. X green blue for a zero zero mythic. When you cast a spell, you gain half X life and draw half X cards rounded down each time. It has flying and trample. It enters a battlefield with X plus one plus one counters. I love it. Also, this flavor text is some of my favorites so far. Oh, it's also, so great. Havoc is a small price to pay for data. Yeah, excellent. Oh, so good. The names in this set, the creature types, and the flavor text, by the way, are out of this They're world. All so good. Big thumbs up to whoever is working on this. Yes. Stuff. Oh, we have to talk. We have to talk our, about our buddy, our poor buddy. Oh yeah. Humongulus. Humongulus comes out. I love this card because it's 2-5 hexproof. Yes. But. Also, look at this art. Maria, how is this not already the cutest card? It is so sad, it's though. It's so cute. That's what makes it cute. It's four and a blue. Oh. And it's just like a giant humunculus, you know, with one big eye and sad and little it looks ears. so sad. Because it's Fibblethip's dad. Searching the city for Fibblethip felt like sifting the rain for a single drop of blood. Oh. oh. Poor, poor buddy. He's lost. He's totally lost. Oh, so Pop Pop's coming to find you. Pop Pop. <laughs> and hopefully we'll get a card that's like happy reunion or something like that. Oh, you know, that would be so nice when they reprint cathartic reunion or something. <laughs> cathartic reunion. <laughs> <laughs> it it as, could happen. Reprint it as blue. And his dad. <laughs> Somebody oh, should yeah. alter that. That would be a good alter. Someone please alter it. Oh, to be instead of. 
I would love that so I much. I love it a lot. Um, so you were talking about flavor text. Yes. This one is some really creepy flavor text. Which one? Uh, grasping oh, Thrill. Oh, yeah, it's great. Three white black for a uh, 3-3 three, three flyer. When it enters the battlefield, it deals two damage to each opponent and you gain two life. Debt do, debt do. The Thrill's screeching makes children flinch and debtors quail. Debt do. I love it. That's oh. really, really good. It's That's, so good. That one might be my favorite. There's so many good ones, but there really you is. can just really feel the flavor of that, of the birds screeching overhead. Dead do, dead do. Well, there's also a Titanic brawl. Uh, whoever wins, the neighborhood loses. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. <sighs> and also some excellent art. Bankrupt in blood. Seb McKinnon, as we've said so many times, yeah. nonstop hits. Nonstop hits. <laughs> And they just keep this rolling. This one is so spooky. This art this is, is some incredible. This is some way spooky stuff. People is like the blood and their souls are coming out of their bodies and turning into coins. And going into this guy's cup. One in a black, by the way, for, is a sorcery. As an additional cost to cast it, sacrifice two creatures, draw three cards. Wow. That is... Ouch. Play that in Orzov, I guess. Yeah. Um... People are very excited about this card. Frilled Mystic. Ooh, yes. Uh, green, green, blue, blue. I love this cycle, by the way. I felt like there's been so many great cards in this cycle. There have been. Um, elf Lizard Wizard. Great. Three, two, flash. When it enters the battlefield, you may counter target spell. Mystic Snake. Yeah. Pretty, pretty sick stuff. I love it. Um, Basilica Bellhaunt is the Orzov one. Uh, the white, white, black, black. Uh, creature spirit three four when it enters the battlefield each opponent discards a card and you gain three life siege rhino <laughs> siege flyno yeah ex- except it's not a except it's not a freaking four five <laughs> that's true <laughs> that is true mm-hmm. i was very excited by the return of uh one of the cutest cards in the set in cry of the canarium canarium <laughs> one black black what was his what was the card's name uh sire, sire of, of insanity. insanity he's back in the art for this card which is a sorcery that gives all creatures minus two minus two until end of turn then you exile creature all creature cards in all graveyards that were put there from the battlefield this turn if they would die this turn exile them and said i don't really know what the deal with that is but well i mean i think if so there's if, been a lot of uh, graveyard if a creature would die this turn exile it instead and that will mean that no one's afterlife will trigger. Okay, sure. Okay, that makes sense. But I'm very... I'm, <laughs> Excuse me. Bless. I'm Thank very you. excited to have Siren Sandy back because he remains cute in this card, just kind of <laughs> screaming Rah! into the void. Rah! Last time we saw him, he was dipping somebody into his little cauldron. <laughs> That's right. Which you found to be very cute. It's so cute. People are also very excited about Prime Speaker Vanifar. I, uh, <laughs> I just look at this and I just want it to be Prime Speaker Jennifer. <laughs> which is what her name is now. Prime yep. Speaker Jennifer. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, two great, green great, great, great. blue for a 2-4 elf ooze wizard. Okay, now we're getting out of control. <laughs> uh, I'm an ooze What kind of wizard. wizard are you? Oh, I'm an ooze wizard. Oh, okay. That's me slowly backing away. <laughs> at least she leads with elf. Like, oh, what are you? I'm an elf. Ooze wizard. <laughs> great, 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 cool, great, cool, great. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> um, but tap, sacrifice another creature, search your library for a creature card with converted mana cost equal to one plus the sacrificed creature's converted mana cost. Put that card onto the battlefield and shuffle your library. Activate this ability only anytime you could cast a sorcery. So 
Megan, yeah. what does this card remind you of? Obviously, this reminds people of Birthing Pod. Birthing Pod. And a lot of people were like, oh my goodness, will they ban this? If Since they ba- did ban Birthing Pod yes. all those millennia ago. Yeah, millennia ago. It was two billion years ago <laughs> when Wizards of the Coast banned Birthing Pod. But this obviously has... Um, one very important difference, which yes. is that it is a creature, a creature, which means that you cannot use it that the turn that it comes into play. So birthing pod also for mana, you could just also, I think it had a Phyrexian mana in it. Yeah, so you it could ca- cast it for cheaper. Yeah. Um, anyways, so it comes down on four, but you do have to wait a turn. So they have a chance to get rid of it. They have a chance to react, maybe kill the creature that you were going to yeah. try and sacrifice. And it's green um, blue, which yes. is a little bit um, of a hamper as well. Exactly. Uh, so while this is obviously a super cool ability, and I cannot wait to see what happens with this. Yeah, who knows? Um, I don't In think standard. people have to have to worry about that particular um, element. There's another card that for me is a uh, calls back one of my favorite cards, which is Crater Hoof Behemoth. Yes, and raise forerunners for five green, green, green. It's a yes. seven, seven, four. Vigilance, trample, and haste. Dang, get home. When it enters the battlefield, other creatures you control get plus two, plus two, and gain vigilance and trample until end of turn. I love it! Nice. Look at these pigs. Also, Ravnica. (laughs) Ravnica is a plane that's just a city. Yeah. Where did these pigs come from? There's a forest part. It's a city. (laughs) Where does Gruul hang out? Like, in the city, because it's (laughs) all a city. It's all a Maybe city. they come from the Central Park area that's just gotten out of control. So they have like, they do have like a park and yeah. these pigs are just, can you imagine just like going down to the park and all of a sudden there's, there's a giant wild boar? pigs. Yeah. I'd be into it. Can we talk quickly about Rakdos the Showstopper? Yes. Because this card is very silly. Four red black for a 6-6 six, six demon mythic flying trample. Of course, because I, I guess that's just <laughs> what happens with flyers these days. When it enters the battlefield, flip a coin for each creature that isn't a demon, devil, or imp. Destroy each creature whose coin comes up tails. So you're going to uh, be flipping a lot of coins. I'm excited for this on Arena because I think the animation will be pretty cool. Me too. I hope so. Yeah. Um, there's also, look at this. I love this art on Ravager Worm. It's, oh, it's no. going to eat It's gonna eat a poor little griffin. It's going bye to bye. chomp him. It's going to chomp him right yes. up. Uh, also very, very cute art um, that we saw yesterday. Where did this, where did this gentleman go? Oh, here we go. Galloping oh, yes. Lizrog. That's great. A frog lizard. Great. I'm just enjoying all of the Simic stuff that's going yeah, on. Yeah, Simic's got some really cool stuff happening. Yes. Um, I mean, who wouldn't want a galloping Lizrod? Yeah. Oh, back when, I just wanted to point out, back when we first saw um, the the Rakdos ability. What's it called again? Spectacle. Spectacle, thank you. We anticipated because at first we only saw ones where it was more expensive but you also got an effect but there are also spectacle cards where it's just cheaper yeah it's the same card no extra ability but it's just a cheaper card which is pretty nice we have a new planeswalker to talk about too that's true we do domri rod domri raid how do you say it domri who cares he doesn't have a last name in this one domri (laughs) chaos bringer This seems very good for creature decks. Yeah, two red, bl- uh, red black, sorry, red green for a five loyalty planeswalker, which mm-hmm. is quite high. You can plus one and add green or red. Uh, the mana, you can use that mana to spend on a creature spell. Um, it gains riot, which we know you can choose between haste and a plus one, plus one counter. Minus three, look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal up to two creature cards from among them and put them into your hand. Minus eight, 
the ultimate you get an emblem with at the beginning of each end step, create a 4-4 red and green beast creature token with trample. So um, I, you know, I, now this raises questions in my mind of Gruel and Standard playing a heavy creature deck with Dolmery Chaos Bringer and then just trying to shut down control with cards like Gruel Spellbreaker, which gives you Hexproof on your turn, and another creature, uh, it was an enchantment, I think, that gives your creatures, your creatures can't be countered or something like that. Um, yeah. But uh, it could it could happen. I don't know. It's Maybe been a while so. since I thought about like a Gruel, gruel. creature deck in yeah, Standard. Yeah, Gruel creatures has not been a thing. No. Not in my lifetime. I'm trying to remember. Since I've cared about standard. I think there was like a big green deck that splashed red for Domri back when the the first one was around. And that Domri was really good if I remember. That one was the three mana. You could find creatures or fight with it. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, there's also, (laughs) you know, Maria, we had that card, which was for you and your creatures. Yes. And now we have for me and my wish for them all to go away. Kaya's Wrath, white, white, black, black, sorcery, destroy all creatures. You gain life equal to the number of creatures you controlled that were destroyed this way. Wow. This is a four mana wrath. I love it. By the way, which is how much the most iconic wraths cost, like Wrath of God. Yes. This casting cost is much, much harder. Supreme Verdict. White, white, black, black, but four mana wrath. Good day, everyone. <laughs> Megan's gone to play Orzov and Standard. Do you know what? I'll play Orzhov Control. Absolutely. All day. You played Black White Control before. Yeah. Let's do it. So how do you deal with like lack of card advantage? I guess we'll find out. Um, there because there is to be fair, back in those days there was Read the Bones, which was a very good card oh, draw yeah. spell. Oh yeah. Jeez. Um, but if you look around, you can still find it. You could It's harder to come by, but you can yeah. still get it. What about bankrupt in blood? I mean, well, are you going to have two creatures to sacrifice? Maybe no, from your afterlife. No, why? Maybe you destroy everything and then you get spirits. Maybe. And then you draw three cards. Maybe. Think about that. Maybe. All right, we just made you standard deck. <laughs> Go enjoy. <laughs> I quickly want to mention Theater of Horrors. Yes. Has another cool Rakdos card. It's a rare an enchantment. At the beginning of your end step, exile the top card of your of library. Your of your upkeep, excuse me. <laughs> I just made that up. Beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library. During your turn, if an opponent lost life this turn, so this is kind of a spectacle thing, you may play cards exiled with Theater of Horrors. By the way, not only ones exiled this turn, but that mm-hmm. have been exiled anytime. Three in red, it deals one damage to target opponent or planeswalker. Nice. Cool. Very cool. I like it. It's That's a great card. It is really good. Yeah. Um, and, and pretty fun, too. And the ping ability on it just sends it over the top for yeah. me. Yeah. I think Very, that's really neat. Yeah, real nice. Um, going back to all of our four oh, mana yeah. guild creatures, um, we have this Sphinx, which is the uh, Azorius one, which is white, white, blue, blue, for a 4-3 flying vigilance. Spells your opponent's cast that targets the Sphinx, costs two more to cast. Wow. Oh, I love it. That's cool. I, I really like this cycle. It's I've, great. I've really enjoyed it. And, you know, we've made the, that cycle has made inroads into modern Crackling Drake in those decks and stuff now. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, all these cards are so cool. I think they've just hit it out of the park so far. I don't know how it's going to play, but they, I love all of these previews. Same. Hacrobat is the name of a card. Hacrobat is so good. Great name. Also, I love that um, Scryfall, if yeah. I do not know the exact translation of the name, um, we'll just put in whatever they think. Yeah, I love it. Not whatever they think. They'll just whatever name it. Whatever it could be. Space Jockey <laughs> is the name of the Vidalcan wizard, the one green blue that taps to add blue green. 
Somebody mentioned, I saw that if you play this and you've got like a mana dork, you can play Carnage Tyrant on turn three. Gross. <laughs> Which, you know, I like creatures. I'm not, I am not for that. That is oppressive. That is dumb. That is just uh, that is too much for the me. Dumbest. Anyways, obviously so much stuff happening. Yeah. I'm, I love it all. I'm very excited for this upcoming set. Yeah, and a, and a lot of these cards, implications, as we said, in other formats, like Modern, that we're going to talk about in a minute, mm-hmm. um, but also getting me very ex- excited to brew for Standard, not to mention Limited, the pre-release coming up. Ooh. Next week is our Judge Rob episode. Wow, already. To get us prepped for the pre-release, but also on the 16th, I believe it is, mm-hmm. we, we're going to be streaming... Um, thanks to Wizards of the Coast for giving us an account that's loaded with um, all the cards from Ravnica Allegiance. And nice. uh, we're going to get to brew on Arena and play in Standard or Limited, maybe. I don't know how exactly it's going to be set up. But from starting early that morning until the end of the day, nice before anybody else, a special streamer event. So... Uh, I think you should go follow us on twitch.tv slash Magic because we're going to make some sick brews. Yeah, we are. And uh, see if we can take down Standard before anybody else has a chance to. Hop on over there. Yeah, hop on over there. That's the 16th and we'll start start streaming uh, in the morning because <gasps> I can't wait. I can't wait. Let's talk about modern. That's right. It happened. We already had a fight about it. We did. (laughs) I'm just saying, you don't get to choose which kind of decks you don't like and then only call for those to be banned when they're doing well. What if I said also, we're also banning, what's it called? Ether Vile. Oh, well then. (laughs) Now we're talking, team. But um, before we even start talking about some of the Oakland stuff that we saw, I have a question for you. Yes. What do you think of the modern format's lifespan? We have a, a significant amount of modern events coming up in 2019. Yes. Um, but it's not supported on Arena, and yes. Arena's going to start, we assume, we don't know this for a fact, its own modern format that I'm going to nickname Postmodern. They're calling it Eter- Eternal. Eternal? Yeah. Oh, oh, do we know that already? Someone was saying that. Oh, Maybe okay. I'm wrong, but okay. I thought that that's what they said. Well, because once there's a rotation, your old cards on Arena are worthless unless there's a yes. an old format because you can't dust or anything. So... Um, maybe that becomes the new modern. I don't know yeah. what, or maybe people stop caring about modern and they yeah. only want to play this one. What do you think? I think that people will right. legacy isn't a huge deal in the world, but there's still people who love legacy Yes, and who still make a point to play it all the time. Um, so I think that modern will probably always have people who play it. Yeah. I will always have my modern decks that I love and yep. that I want to play. Um, and there are, you know, stores whose FNMs include modern events or stores who have a regular modern event, um, on another night of the week. And I think that those will always exist, um, because there are, you know, a significant chunk of people who that's the way that they love to play. And they've got a deck and they're dedicated to it and they know it inside and out. Yeah, I agree. And I'm not going to try to take it away from them with any bands (laughs) that are just, just too early. (laughs) Any preemptive bands. So, so <laughs> I I do think that it will like as you alluded to it, it kind of start to turn into more of a legacy situation. Yeah, uh, happening as it's not supported on Arena, and more and more people play Arena over Magic Online. 
Um, but like I said, I don't think it's going to die. Exactly. While we might not see as many new players who are getting into the game with arena play, I do think that it's like, that doesn't mean that just because we're now playing on arena all the time, I still think about modern. I still want to play modern. I still love it and have my deck. Um, and I foresee myself playing modern events in the future. Yeah. So yeah, I think that that's still, it's still legit. Maybe it won't be as prolific, but it will definitely still be there. I'm excited for the format that Arena spawns. Yeah. I think it'll be kind of cool to be there at the birth of a new format. (laughs) As weird or horrible as it may end up being, we don't know. We're still also pushing for Singleton to be there all the time. Yes. Please make Singleton available 24-7. All the time. It's my favorite format. I love it. We love it. I love it, and I love it more than Brawl. Look, we're still trying. We're also trying to pitch. We believe that there should. We want to have our own featured oh yeah one yeah we're telling you about it now so that you can help us push for it <laughs> great great we'll have it, it involves well. singleton oh yes yes um but here's a deck that i want to talk about from grand prix oakland that i thought was really cool it's not entirely new innovation i did find versions of it online uh-huh. um but uh it was from david yovino and it was basically using this card avatar of might which cost a million mana unless your opponent has um, more, I can't remember how many more creatures than you or something, then in which case it costs two mana. It has trample. So it's a giant trampler. Let me just pull it up here. Um, it's like from 10th edition. So if you don't know what it is, don't worry. Yeah, if opponent controls what? at least four more creatures than you, it comes. It costs six less to play. So it costs eight mana. It's an 8-8 eight, eight trampler. Yes. So it, when it costs six less, it, it will just cost green, green. Yeah, green, green. Two mana. And there are other cards similar to this that give um, you a, a really awesome creature in exchange for your opponent having more creatures in play or uh-huh. something like that or or giving them creatures to block it. Okay. Um, in the case of Hunted Phantasm is one of these. And uh, I can't remember the other one, but it gives your opponent goblins and you get a sweet creature. Um, but anyway, the way that this is working out for you um, is you're using the card forbidden orchard. You yes, remember this card. I know forbidden orchard. It gives your opponent a spirit. Yeah. When you tap it, it taps for any color, but your opponent gets a spirit. And so you're like, how does that work out for me? Well, this deck runs three ghostly prison, which makes your opponent pay two to attack with, yes. every, with their creatures. So it's going to lock them down a little bit that way. <laughs> Um, this deck is already so weird. Uh, it's very weird. It has four copies of Trespasser's Curse. Do you remember that card? No. That card is from Amonkhet, I want to say. And every time a creature enters the battlefield under your opponent's control, or, you know, you're, you're cursed, you take one, and I gain one. Oh, yep. I see it. You remember? It was terrible. Some people played it in draft. One and you're in like, the black. Yep. I guess I win. Um, it's got, you know, cards to sculpt the hand like Serum Visions and Sleight of Hand, Stubborn Denial and Swan Song to stop things from your opponent's doing what your opponent's trying to do. <laughs> and then most importantly, it has four copies of an Amulet of Safekeeping, which it can also play Dampening Pulse, which is kind of the same effect, uh, which I saw in another list online. But Amulet of Safekeeping is not too old, but it's an artifact. Um, whenever you become the target of a spell or ability, blah, 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 counter unless it's a, it's a controller pace one. The bottom ability is creature tokens get minus one, minus zero. We previewed this in M19. This was our preview card? Yes. <laughs> was it really? Yes. Wow, I don't remember that. 
Well, then. weird. My brain is like, make room for new things, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you're shrinking down all of those spirits you're giving your opponent. You're making them pay to attack you. And then you're oh getting like giant 8-8 eight, eight tramplers, like a 4-5 or five flyer for no mana. Something else that's giant and huge and you just attacking with. I love it. It's so weird. Yeah, I saw this list and I was just like, wait a second. Yeah. This is so cool. And we saw it on camera so you can go back and watch. Um, but unfortunately... <laughs> Can you guess the problem that our friend David Yovino ran into with this deck? It dies to removal. Well, that's true. But it was playing the card, you know, Forbidden Orchard, giving your opponent spirits. Yeah. He was playing against spirits. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Which is... That's pretty hilarious. Unfortunate. That's really funny. Yeah, your little rattle chains comes in and is like, you get to be big now. Yeah, Supreme Phantom's like, ooh, you're giving me a 1-1? Oh, that's what I was thinking. Now I have a 2-2. Two, two. And uh, yeah, your amulet of safekeeping is just shrinking it down to normal size, I guess. Oh, that's that's kind of amazing. Yeah, it was very funny. But also, we, we did see this deck do its thing. You know, it had three ghostly prisons in play at some point. Uh, and the opponent was like, yeah, I can't win. It was yeah. it was very cool. So I am excited to try and build with this deck and just play some oh, silly stuff my goodness. with it. I'm not sure how much it would cost, but um, I want to try it out on Magic Online because <laughs> it's so dumb and so great. I love when decks have like this really cool way that they win the game, even if it's just bizarre. Yeah. So I, I wanted to mention this deck. Big props to David. This deck is pretty cool. Um, but as you mentioned, yeah, KCI four copies in the top eight. We saw a lot of burn this past weekend as well, which, and yet no one's calling for it to be banned (laughs) so far. No, well, I don't know about no one, but people hate it generally, but it, uh, it was doing well this weekend to burn kind of one of those decks that ebbs and flows in the format. Um, those were kind of the main ones. Is it Phoenix proving itself to be worth its weight and not just yeah. a flash in the pan? I do think it'll be around in modern. It seemed very strong. There was a turn I saw it um, play, uh, it pitched three Arclight Phoenixes, managed to flip its Awoken Horror and attack with the Awoken Horror and three Arclight Phoenixes in one turn. Nice. That was pretty sick. I like it. Yeah, so it has really, ex- really explosive power, but it can also fizzle as well. Um, yeah. So I, you know... You know, fun to watch. That's the trade-off. Definite fun to watch. And uh, Titan, Titan Shift showing up, Megan. Yeah, I like Titan Shift. It's a cool As deck. As we know. Yeah. As we know. It's about one turn slower to Lance, go off Lance, than Lance. our friend KCI. So it kind of is a, is a little bit of a dog in that fight, but it can win. I have to say that I've, um, the last time that I played it online, I played against KCI. And what I found was that basically you do always lose game one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at least the version that I was playing had enough... Like, you just have to have enough graveyard hate to save yourself for a turn or two. And in that case, I was usually winning games two could, and three. Because, exactly, it's like, oh, I can <clears> kill... <throat> um, what's the one that I'm thinking of that kills artifacts? Are you thinking of Ancient Grudge? Yes. So it's like, oh, I can Ancient Grudge, flash it back. Okay, I killed two things. That's enough for me to now kill you. To have a turn. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, it's a... It's a I think uh, Titan Shift is a cool deck, too. Reed really likes it. I love Titan Shift. It's a great deck. Um one of those other decks that wins with a really neat kind of yeah behind the get all your lands way. get your lands get your lands here yep. get your lands here titan shift boggles can never beat a titan shift and we saw boggles play one time oh nice uh boggles player went undefeated into day two Ooh, the boggly boys but nobody made the top eight wow. um but you know nice to see those boys fighting fighting <laughs> a good slippery fight 
<laughs> but yeah, um, weird. That that's basically yeah. that was basically the story of modern. We talked about it so much up front, but um, a fun tournament, a lot of deck diversity. Other than you know what we saw reflected in the top eight overall, there's a ton of different stuff. Yeah, Corey Burkhart was there playing Grixis Control because you know that's the Corey Burkhart way. Always Grixis <laughs> Control, no matter what. Yeah, which was cool to see. And uh, Blue White Control making it all the way to the big show. Um, I think very good choice for modern if you're a control player right now. There um, you go. There you go. everyone quick arena check-in yes momir is up right now and i love it tell me more so momir is a a format that was also on magic online and in that it was like the history of magic creatures you have this little momir vig avatar and you tap a number of lands and you activate the avatar and you discard a card you can only do this once a turn on your turn um and you get any creature at all that has a converted mana cost equal to X, where Whoa. X is the number of lands that you tap for it. From for the, the amount of mana of that you paid for it. Yes. It's and great. Arena is just standard Momir. Yeah. Um, but it is still so much fun. And also, as someone who has now played a lot of it, if you ever played the old Momir, it was usually if you're on the draw, maybe you make a turn two. Um, and then if you're yeah. on the play, it's a turn three. The, it's one lower in this format is my opinion. What do you think if you should you do? If you are on the draw, you make a turn one. Whoa. Why do you think just because you're trying to push through more damage before their seven drop can matter? Exactly. Like I found that the early part of the race was actually meaningful. Yeah. Um, I can that's how you got the edge because by the time sure people are playing really big things at seven, but you can still make a seven if you're doing that. Yeah. You don't need to get to eight. Um, if you're on the play, you'll start with a two and not with a one. Okay. So if you're on the play, you start with a two. Um, yeah. And that early part of the race does matter. Like having board presence does matter in this um, more than it did in the other Momir on Magic Online. So those are my hot tips. Hot take. I did really, I did very well in all the okay. events that we played with it. You know so. what? Now that you say that, because I had played the previous Momir that came up and I didn't make anything sometimes till turn four because I was just like waiting for, or turn three because every three drop Every four dot for sure outclasses everything before it. But, um, and then I was just making, I was playing the eight drop lottery for Zakama and stuff like that. Yeah. And then just smashing. But the sevens are all good enough, though, is the thing. You And if you start at these, if you start at one on the draw or two on the play, you can still get to seven. And if you're just jamming sevens the whole time, you're going to be fine. Yeah, I actually think this is, you're right, because um, if you're being greedy, your life total is already going to be too low, exactly. maybe by the time that you. And what you need is the life total flexibility to be able to like optimally use your big cards. Because I had opponents who would just get to those and they wouldn't be able to attack me because they were scared right. of dying on the crackback. Right. That's and it's because point. I had started earlier than them. You so. know what we want to do, though? Go. We want to do a challenge. Yes. We're going to do the Bells and Lottery. <laughs> which you might know if you're, if you're fans of Loading Ready Run, they have the Flottery, which is the way that you play on Magic Online with Momir, which is at seven. Um, you're, you're going for, what's it called? Uh, um, phage. Phage, yeah. Um, which you lose the phage game. Phage the Untouchable, I think. If you, yeah, yeah you if lose you the game. Cast it in in Molmir. So, okay, so this is in in this the one. Bells and Lottery. There is Demon Lord Bells and Lock. Yeah. Uh, legendary creature element, Elder Demon at six mana. Uh, when Demon Lord Bells and Lock enters the battlefield, exile cards from the top of your uh, library until you exile a non-land card, then put that card into your hand. If the card's converted mana cost is four or greater, repeat this process. It deals one damage to you for each card put into your hand this way. So 
So you just exile your whole library. Yeah, your library's gone. You exiled your entire library. Goodbye. And you're dead the next year. Good day. <laughs> so there you go. So we want to play the Bells of Lottery where we don't play anything up until six. And then we just both play yeah. sixes. Yeah. And just see what happens. And see what happens. Yeah. That'll so be fun. Go. So maybe we'll do that on stream this week. Anyways, I highly recommend the the Momir. It's 100 gems or 500 gold. Um, and it's it's just, it's so fun. Yeah. I can't wait till to, to the card pool continues to grow yeah. on, on Magic Arena to make it even better. Yes. And um, FYI, right now it is only standard. Yes. So it doesn't even go back through Amonkhet um, or other stuff. So you'll, you'll know all the cards too, yeah. by the way. No, no reading. Um, and right now there is the Pandemonium up on Arena, which is kind of, I guess they're trying to do a hearthstone thing where your creatures damage other creatures when they enter the battlefield based on their power. Um, I played this uh, two times, I think. Um, and I was just like, oh, I, I, br- I brought my dinosaur deck because that makes sense because of the enraged triggers. Um, and it turned out that's what everybody else brought too because it's not that hard of a nut to crack. And so I was just like, oh, yeah. and we just raced till Carnage Tyrant and it was like, oh, okay. Well, there you go. A little disappointing. Carnage Tyrant, maybe that's what we should call for a battle. <laughs> and I like Hexproof. Carnage Tyrant. But I like no. Hexproof on small creatures because I don't want to be t- super unfair anyway. It's fine, right? Because look, even I who hates Carnage Tyrant and creatures can look at it and be like, it's f- if some people that's what they want to do and it does die to some stuff like we, we banned it from our singleton format that's true we did <laughs> that's just because it was so bad it was like so when you're just playing one person again and again and it's yeah. just like you get to six and play carnage hours it's like yeah. well this is not uh, a game well we're done here <laughs> uh, all right but yeah tons of fun stuff to check out on arena right now we're just fighting our time till singleton yeah. <laughs> Everybody, Ultra Pro, the place to go for things that you know you need. The la- uh, the last part was not a rhyme. I tried. Ooh, it was pretty good though. Yeah, three, it was nearly three there. out of three out of four. four. Ain't bad. Yeah. Did you not get what you wanted for the holidays? Guess what? Buy yourself a present. Get it for yourself. Treat yourself. You're an adult, <laughs> and if you're not an adult and you're a kid. Well, well, do you know what? You'll be able day. to get it for yourself someday, kid. <laughs> one okay, <laughs> one of these days. One of the benefits to being an adult is you can buy yourself a present. Yes. Also, save your allowance. Allowances are a thing. Yeah, there you go. Do you know what? I forget all the time that those were a thing. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I still give myself an allowance. Wow. Just here you go. I, but I'm, I do think about it. I guess yeah. it's kind of like that. Anyway, Ultra Pro. Uh, they're the home to all your awesome magic. Uh, accessories that you could possibly need for the game. That's right. Dice, relic tokens, yeah. binders. Yes. Of all kinds, by the way. If you want a super fancy binder, if you want just kind of a normal binder. A nice little tiny binder because you don't carry that big of a bag. Oh, those are great. Ultra, Ultra Pro. Pro. Yeah, they've got excellent deck boxes of all different kinds. Gravity dice are something people ask me about just basically guaranteed if I go and play a tournament yeah. and I use them. They're so nice. So jo- go check them out. UltraPro.com. They're a supporter of the show, so go on and support them. That's our show, peeps. Yeah, the sun is shining, as you can see here in our studio, and that means it's time to wrap up because we're vampires and we've got to go back to our coffins. <laughs> time to tuck in. Nighty-night, or should I say morny-morny? <laughs> Mine is actually that it's, I'm a tree and I need to go stand oh, out in the sun. Oh, you need to go feed. <laughs> I'm actually a tree. <laughs> what kind of tree are you? Oh, great question. Um, I think that I'm just like a, I'm just like a standard old oak. 
I know, but like Maybe at the end of the day, sometimes you're just an oak tree. Maybe I'm a pecan tree. Ooh, I really like delicious. And there are a lot of them in San Antonio. You told me a story about going down the street and picking up pecans. Yeah, we would just gather pecans. Unbelievable. I remember having, we had like multiple paper bags, full, like grocery store paper bags full of pecans. Wow, that sounds like a fairyland. It was great. You can make a pecan pie out of yeah. Megan. Think about that. Oh, weird. I'm a poplar. That's a really nice tree. I think they're cute with their little yeah. circle leaves that go yeah. <laughs> in the wind. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, what kind of tree are you? Tweet at us with the hashtag, I'm a tree. <laughs> or what about the hashtag, me tree? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for everybody who hashtag polite opinion with us uh, uh, for our Crimby episode. Yes. Great polite opinion. Oh, and also everyone who hashtag I Zendikard. Oh, Multiple yes. people played Zendikar last year. We got year. two people who se- confirmed played Zendikar last year and one who's playing it this year. Yes. Wow, I did Look not. Look at them going I mean, out there and playing. I did not know that would happen. Me so that was neither. really cool. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to everybody who supports us on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Help us start the new year off right by becoming a member. You get access to our Discord channel and more. <coughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> Save me from dying. <coughs> more great benefits throughout the year coming your way on patreon any level even a dollar a month means so much to us the dollar amount honestly doesn't matter what matters is that you're actually going and supporting us that's what's most important so thank you and please consider it all right you know go whether you're a vampire or a tree go forth and enjoy the time that you spend in the world whether that's daytime or nighttime yeah you get what i'm saying or afternoon even or afternoon I wish there was a mystical creature that the afternoon was their thing. 